This is episode 80 of Parenting with the Focused Mindset. Today, we're going to talk about our emotional bank account. How can we keep depositing into our emotional bank account so our relationships are always strong? So let's get into it. Welcome to Parenting with the Focused Mindset. I'm your host, Cher Kretz. I'm a school counselor and a family mindset coach. I know that raising kids is quite the journey and doesn't always turn out as we planned. Here, we talk about the solution-focused approach. We learn how to celebrate when things are going well and how to deal with the many challenges that families face. Don't forget to hit subscribe, download, follow, so you don't miss any of the family-oriented, solution-focused content that I put out for you right here each and every week. Listening to this podcast will help you be the best version of yourself in your home and with the people you love. Hello, my friends. Welcome to the podcast. It seems like just yesterday that it was episode number one, and I have just been reflecting a little bit, thinking about all of the different people that we've been able to talk to, all the guests, and all of the times that I've shared with you guys from my heart. I want to give you guys a very special thank you. Through this last couple of years, so many joined me on this journey of podcasting out and sharing with you the focused mindset, sharing with you solution-focused principles that you can take into your families and also principles that you can take with you with any children that you work with, whether you're a teacher, whether you're a counselor, whether you're a grandparent, foster parent, however you work with kids this podcast has been going out to you. So I just want to thank you. Thank you for listening. In this special episode, we're going to continue with our journey of talking about the seven habits of highly effective people and how we can use those habits in a solution-focused manner. But before we move on to habits four, five, six, seven, we're going to pause just like they do in the book. The book, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, pauses between the habits one, two, and three, and the habits four, five, and six. We're going to do that very same thing. Before we do, though, feel free to subscribe, download, follow this podcast. I would love for you guys to be a part of the Focused Mindset community in whatever capacity that you'd like to. So many people that already are, are able to get my message that I send out each and every month. I give solution-focused tips and some free resources and some free downloads. I am giving away free lessons, kindness lessons. It's so important that we bring kindness into our homes. And I've developed some solution-focused lessons that you can do with your families. I've put together an entire month's worth, actually, of fun, great activities that you can either download or that you can watch because I also have some links on there. So feel free to check my links in my show notes or go to my website, thefocusedmindset.com and click on the free SEL resources and you can get all of that this month. As we talk about this pause, why would we want to pause at all? 
Well, it's because these next habits talk a lot about how we develop relationships. And so we're going to talk about having an emotional bank account. We're going to talk about how important it is to do the little things that actually matter so much, developing strong and ongoing and lasting relationships. We also need to teach this to our kids. I find that so many of our kids are spending lots of their time online, still gaming, and it's so important to them. Texting, it takes the place of face-to-face conversations many times. We need to remember to teach our children the importance of developing relationships, developing relationships that last. And the way that we can do that is by having a huge and full emotional bank account. Now, Trevor Diedrich is going to break down what this means, but basically it's just giving back to the relationships that we develop. Don't just take, don't just take, 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 make sure you give back, make sure you listen, make sure that you uh, care enough about the relationships in your life that you are a type of person that makes them feel special and loved and cared about. I had a huge fail with this recently. Such a huge and epic failure that I realized actually when I was on my anniversary vacation, I was going through my pictures and going through my emails one time when I had some downtime and I, I saw an unsent message and I was like, oh my goodness. I thought that I sent this email. It was to one of our former guests, Dr. Laura Jaggett. You see, Dr. Laura Jaggett was one of such, such a fun guest back on episode 28. She talked to us about respectful and proactive parenting. I just loved that episode. And a few months went by after she was my guest. Um, I was also a guest on her show. And uh, I don't know, I don't remember which episode it was, but it was such a fun episode for me to record for her podcast. She sent me this super duper cool mug that is just absolutely awesome um, just to say thank you. And that was so thoughtful and so kind of her. And then she said, will you send me a picture of you holding the mug? Well, I took the picture and I, you know, posed, took my selfie and I got an email and I somehow never actually sent it. I realized it and I just felt so bad because see, she had a simple request, a very simple request. Can you just click a picture and send it to me so she could have it on one of her um, probably year episodes of all of the guests that she had on her show. I failed to do that. Now, whether it was a mistake or whether it wasn't, doesn't matter. I had an opportunity to help her know that yes, being on a show matters and I have no problem doing this simple little request. And she never got the email. I don't know how that made her feel, but it couldn't have made her feel good. It wasn't investing into the relationship the way that I really wanted to. I care about Dr. Laura. I love her contribution to everything that she does in her YouTube and in her podcast and her mominars that she puts out and how she kind of like speaks to the young adults of our world to help them know how to uh, do life. And I didn't properly honor her. And so I'm going to have to send an email to her and just say, I'm sorry. 
I'm sorry for not investing into our relationship the way that I should. Now, hopefully she will be able to get this and maybe she'll listen to this and be like, oh my goodness. But the truth is, is that the little things that we miss, the little things that we don't do make a big difference. We really do need to pay attention to the relationships in our life and we need to honor them with our actions, a thank you, an email, a response, being timely in our responses. This is something that I'm really working on. That right there, it it was one of those times, one of those moments where I said, okay, I failed in that moment. I need to own up to it. I need to be honest with myself and then be intentional in my next actions. And when that opportunity rises again, I need to be more careful. I don't know if many of you guys know that I'm dyslexic and I struggle with mixing things up and mixing numbers up. And so I make enough mistakes on a daily basis. If there's anybody that texts me, that's very particular. Oh my goodness. They can just be triggered left and right by my texts because I'll mix words up. I'll leave words out. And then if I don't read back each and every one of my texts and I just push send, who knows what I may have typed out. Now, of course, the people that are closest to me, they have lots of grace and they understand and they'll be like, um, I think I know what she meant. She didn't actually mean what she typed, but it can be really annoying to other people. So how can I make up for that? I need to have my emotional bank account full. Now, how do I do that? To be able to have an emotional bank account full, you need to give deposits. And before we listen to Trevor, Trevor Dietrich talk about that, I'm going to name the things that deposit into our emotional bank accounts. And as I do that, you can make note of that. So you can make sure that you have a full emotional bank account with all the people that you care about as much as possible. That includes your family members, that includes your kids, that includes your even your uh, sisters, brothers, your best friends. So what are those ways that we can have a strong emotional bank account? All right, I'm going to get my card out because I actually have a card from being trained. The way that we can have a strong emotional bank account is to seek first to understand. Make sure that we're understanding the people that are around us and listen to them. The next thing is to show kindness, courtesy, and respect. When we show just a little bit of kindness that they didn't expect, when we're courteous and respectful, we're giving into our bank account, our emotional bank account. Keep your promises. Be loyal. Steer clear of having expectations. That's an interesting one. Because if we have our expectations way up here with those that we care about, let them be them and then accept them for who they are. Apologize. Genuine apologies. Now, you guys hear a lot about, hey, don't say I'm sorry. It's all over the social media right now. It's really big to, for people to put posts out there saying, don't apologize. Well, sometimes we were wrong. And when you're wrong, don't be too high on yourself that you can't say, I'm sorry. That was a mistake of mine. You know what? When you actually should genuinely apologize because you made a mistake or if you made someone feel awful 
and you feel that tug to apologize, that makes you a big person for choosing to apologize, not a small person. I know it's very difficult for my daughter to say, I'm sorry. It takes her time. And she's like, and she'll even admit it. She'll just say, it's hard for me to say, I'm sorry. And there's lots of people like that. Well, you can go the road of saying, I just don't say I'm sorry. Or you can say, you know what, when it's time for me to apologize, I'm going to be genuine. I'm going to humble myself and I'm going to apologize. When you do, you're just depositing like crazy. Now, as you're going to hear when Trevor talks about it, when you build up your emotional deposits, that means that when something falters and something kind of breaks down, you have enough deposit to make a difference. So you don't lose your relationship with that person. Your relationship still continues to grow strong. And the last one is to be forgiving. It's so important that we forgive others when they come to us and they apologize. When people genuinely feel bad, be forgiving. Sometimes we just need to choose to forgive. There's just certain times where we need to say, you know what? I'm going to forgive them for that. I know they didn't mean to. They probably don't even know that they wronged me. So therefore, I'm going to let it go. Doing all of those things are the little tiny things that we might not think of that builds up our emotional bank account. And that's why we're pausing right now to talk about this very important subject because that's what they do in the book of seven habits of highly effective people and for good reason. So let's listen in on what Dr. Trevor Dietrich has to say on this very important subject. So we have the first three, which are be proactive, begin with the end in mind, put first things first. All right. Now we're sliding from the private victory, which is you know, you don't need anybody in your life to be proactive to begin with the end of mind and put first things first, right? Families can do it together, but you know, truly that's about you. But the, now we're moving from the private victory into the public victory. Now it's about how do we lead ourselves when working with other people? But while we, before we do that, in that transition is the idea of the emotional bank account. And this can actually have uh, impacts on families as well. So the company talks about the emotional bank account. Think about it as uh, any bank account where you have deposits and you have withdrawals. When working with other people, it's important to have kind of a positive balance in any emotional bank account because inevitably I'm going to make a withdrawal. And if you're at a zero or negative balance and that you make that withdrawal, it causes a lot more hurt than is necessary, right? So think about if you have a really good friend, and that friend and you, you've, you've made deposits and that, that relationship is really solid. If that friend were to do something that would maybe upset you a little bit, it's easy to, to brush it off and you move on. It's not a big deal. But somebody who doesn't have that, that uh, balance with you, if you will, that same act might really irritate you and might cause uh, a lot more pain. And that's, that's, you, that's someone coming at you. You're doing the same thing to other people. So you make, you make deposits in people's emotional bank accounts with simple acts of kindness uh, kind words, speaking somebody's love language, right? Which is a whole nother uh, podcast on that. But also um, here's one, staying loyal to those not present. Mm. Those parents, are we modeling bad talk about those who aren't around? Because here, here's what happens. And I, I'll be fair. I don't know if this happens in a family as much, but it does in your workplace. If I'm, if I'm talking to you negatively about somebody else, there's just always going to be a thought in the back of your head. What does he say about me when I'm not around? 
And so by, in that way, you're making a withdrawal. But if you're always one who's just lifting people up, whether they're there or not, you're making deposits all over the place. Right. right? And, that's, and so families need to understand that. Families should figure out what is a deposit for each person, right? That's kind of where the love languages come in. What does each person want? A simple way to look at it is the difference between the golden rule and the platinum rule, right? Yeah. So the golden rule, do unto others as you would want them to do unto you. But there's a platinum rule, which is do unto others what they would want done unto them. Okay. Okay. Let me give you an example of that with, um, with my wife and I. Okay. So I grew up, in, uh, I have an identical twin brother and a father, and the three of us were, were personalities were, were very much alike, uh, where sarcasm and digs uh, at each other and, and these body comments is just our norm. Like this, this is, you know, who we are and it doesn't it's how we like to, to enjoy each other's company right so if i were to treat my wife the way i like to be treated which is that way being sarcastic with her she would hate it my wife hates sarcasm she doesn't like that kind of stuff right so i need to love her and to, to treat her the way she wants to be treated which is not use that kind of tone or language with her right and so that's what we need to do with our families each person in the family may have a different deposit, a different love language, a different way that they, you know, maybe mom, it's acts of service so we can do the dishes for her. You know, maybe dad, it's um, quality time and we want to spend some quality time with them. Maybe the kids need, need a hug and they're, 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 their love language might be touched, something like along those lines. But, but families need to spend time. What is a deposit in your emotional bank account so that I can purposely try to do that? Yeah, so that comes between the private victory and the public victory. Because now we're adding other people into our leadership. Uh, and so we need to consider that, that part of it. I'm so glad that Trevor was able to break this down for us. It's so important that we have a high emotional bank account. I think each and every one of us today can move into our next week by thinking about where is the trust low because we've been taking, taking, taking and not doing enough giving in our relationships. And how can we build the trust up by giving back into the relationships that we care so much about? I know you're going to do your best in putting that in practice today and next Time, we're going to dive into habit number four. And until next time, keep in touch and take care. You